Welcome to the American Slang Podcast, where we will explore language and culture in different regions of the United States. Slang is a type of informal language that's typically spoken in a certain area or by a group of people. Culture is dynamic, language is dynamic, and in this podcast, we will explore the connections between them and the way new words and expressions emerge in different places in America. Today, I'm speaking with Elena Mutunono, a seasoned business coach for online language teachers who helps teachers work smarter, not harder. Elena's podcast is called Online Bound, where she shares strategies and tips related to marketing, coaching, and the world of online teaching. Elena has a multilingual identity and is a polyglot. Today, she's going to share a little bit about the culture and language in her city, New Orleans, Louisiana, a fascinating multicultural place in the United States. This month, Elena is launching the Smart Teachers Library. It's a community for online language teachers who want to grow their businesses. There are monthly group coaching sessions, courses, and collaborations with other online language teachers. So check out the link to the Smart Teachers Library in the show notes of this episode. I've been looking forward to our conversation for the longest time, and I'm sure the listeners are excited to hear about the your culture, Elena's cultural surroundings and yeah. all of the interesting linguistic features of, of New Orleans. So thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. This is so much fun to talk about something that I don't normally talk about, like the yeah. place where I currently live. <laughs> mm-hmm. How would you describe it? Charming is not the word, right? Kind of. Uh, yeah. Well, first of all, or... the very first thing that I can hear when I heard your introduction is I need to give you a list on how to pronounce the word, the name of the city. It's New Orleans. Ah, okay. New Orleans. If you, yes. If you go to, when I first came here, like I also used to say New Orleans, New Orleans. Yeah. Um, but no, no, nobody, nobody from New Orleans ever calls it anything but New Orleans or Nolans. Like it's almost N-O-L-A, NOLA is what people call it, New Orleans, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I live in NOLA or NOLA or NOLA culture and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's how people usually refer to it. And so, of course, when you say New Orleans, people are like, yeah, she's not she's from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I was when I first came. And, and of course, now I will never say New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad I mispronounced it so that we had this lesson of how to pronounce it right, correctly. So New, right. New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. yes. Yeah. So tell us about this. Is it the city? Is it sort of just a yeah. mix it's very multicultural it's right they call it a melting pot of uh-huh. everything all the cultures it is distinctly different from mm-hmm. any other place it's kind of you know it's a birthplace of jazz music yeah. in the u.s yeah. right and louis armstrong is louis armstrong airport is mm-hmm. um the is named after louis armstrong so i really um find the place very much like jazz you know like Mm -hmm. there are lots of parallels it's also very sort of chaotic Mm -hmm. it's a very um um it has its own um architecture that Mm -hmm. takes after french 
uh, and and Spanish, which were like distinct influences in the area. It is a port city, you know, seaport, and therefore, unlike the rest of the South, and geographically, you could say, oh, New Orleans is south of the mm-hmm. U.S., but you know, whenever they talk about Southern hospitality, it's a little different here. Mm-hmm. It's more like a party city and uh, it's more like life is easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt it very uh, strongly when at the beginning of uh, December, just a few months ago, went to New York. Yeah. And and one of my favorite things to do anywhere I go is go find a like local coffee shop and go and hang out and see how just feel the city. And I went to New York and I just felt so uncomfortable because like I'm used to in New Orleans, you you go to a coffee shop, you sit and you like sip on your coffee, you talk to everybody, you're just like you're it's there. like a social experience. Yes, yes. Can you it's talk to very... people you don't know, you've never met before? Yes. Is it that oh, friendly? Yes. Oh, really? Yes, it is super friendly. It is like, wow. you know, people will start talk to, talking to you. And and I guess I just got so, so used to it. Um, I mean, people know what I want to, you know, some coffee shops, what I want to, what I usually order. Mm-hmm. Um, They're like they the regular member. Yes. I'm the regular. Yes. And nobody like ever pretends that they don't know me. And if they, you know, have seen me, like, how are you doing as your daughter, blah, blah, blah. Um, I love that. But yes. But in New York, I remember just buying this coffee and then sitting down feeling very awkward. Like I'm not supposed to be sitting here. I'm supposed to be like grabbing coffee and on the go, go, mm-hmm. go, go. And it's so different. And then I came back in the next week. My husband and I went to check out a, another coffee shop that we had uh, seen and we just walk in and like everybody's so like life is slow nobody's running nobody's rushing you don't feel like this it's Mm -hmm. just such a slow vibe um Mm -hmm. and I was sitting there drinking coffee with him and I was like wow I can now see a huge difference between New Orleans (laughs) and New York (laughs) like it is night and day so yeah so it's very uh laid back um mm-hmm. people love to celebrate it is like jazz very chaotic disorganized a little bit um there's lots of things that you know don't even feel like you're in america sometimes i feel mm-hmm. like is this america is this you know because of people may not feel like they're fast enough for you if you are like somewhere in the you know bigger cities up north then it's mm-hmm. like oh go 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 here it's like, well, who cares? We'll just get this job done one way or another. And if not, life is great anyway. Mm. Let the good times roll. Yeah, the let the good phrase. times roll. Oh, yeah. So everybody's just going along with it. And it just feels so, so lovely. And one- it sounds like a good place for creativity too, to be creative. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a great place for musicians, you know, mm-hmm. many musicians came from here, but also artists and a lot of sort of non-conforming people mm-hmm. that uh, would not fit into any like particularly, you know, suburban kind of culture in bigger cities. 
um, well, medium-sized cities because mm-hmm. New Orleans is not really that big. It's, um, I think, about 600,000. So in other cities, they would probably feel a little awkward because of the, you know, certain expectations of what you're supposed to look like. And and here, like, people don't usually care. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more free. And In terms uh, of fashion, too, you can dress how you fashion, want to dress. Yes, yeah. yes. Particularly uptown, which is a very sort of modern place. Well, modern slash old architecturally, but mm-hmm. modern in terms of people just being themselves and expressing themselves and yeah you can you can definitely see that feel and and, you know feel that um when you're you're there like and I feel it especially strongly when I get out of New Orleans and Mm -hmm. out of Louisiana and going up north um because you kind of misorder a little bit (laughs) it's like and then you're going to Tennessee and all the roads are lovely and straight and there's no potholes and nothing and you're like oh okay 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 I get it I get the difference (laughs) and so New Orleans in terms of uh all of the French influence that we see because I know the French was spoken until like 1830s as like the primary language and so I know it's highly influenced the food yes yeah the food culture there so do you feel like restaurants are just so like amazing to go it's just oh yeah restaurants are places you absolutely want to go I mean um and check out it's very it's going to be very difficult to choose Mm -hmm. um there there is a lot of um French uh cuisine influence Mm -hmm. um and um they they're different like there's one called creole Mm -hmm. and creole used to refer to the white elites um of french origin who lived in the area um from the 1800s later it they started mixing with the uh, enslaved people and then currently the word creole is referring to the people of color Mm -hmm. um and and then there's cajun Mm-hmm. Um, which is a separate sort of group of people, but it can refer to people. It can refer to food as well, but it comes, it's about, it refers to a group of people that, that resettled from um, Acadia, from mm-hmm. um, places like Nova Scotia in Canada. And it's referred to as Acadia and around 17, 1700s. And they were speaking French and they did not want Canada to become, you know, British. And so that's why they moved to um, this area. But mainly they lived, the Cajun uh, people mainly lived on the land. They did Mm -hmm. not want to mix with kind of the the, um, other groups and uh, people. And so that's what makes uh your your cuisine so diverse because mm-hmm. you have influences from from West Africa um because you know New Orleans was a yeah. port city as well uh-huh. and um so that is a lot um quite prominent and then there's French cuisine mm-hmm. and there's a large Vietnamese population as well oh. currently that came uh-huh. later and um they have their own bakeries in the eastern part of new orleans 
So you're it's, making me uh, want to move there. No, <laughs> I know. I always think about it. And, and that's every time like you are around people from New Orleans and I'm becoming one of them. Like yeah. people talk to me, like, where should I go eat? Okay, what do you want? Let me tell you this and that. And yeah, my husband and I are big foodies. So we go to different places and there are like, I think it's almost sacrilegious in New Orleans to go to a chain restaurant. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like Applebee's that you, you know, can find everywhere or, mm-hmm. you know, like Panera bread and other, mm-hmm. like, it's almost a waste of money. And it's yeah. kind of like, no, you, you don't want to go to these big um, chains you need to go to the local places mm-hmm. and there are plenty of those and I'm yes. such a food junkie and here restaurants in order for a restaurant to survive in New Orleans they just have to be so so good and yes. so the restaurants are absolutely amazing like there is no I mean it's not like you will go and it's like yeah you've got a steak if you got like here people just really have to like go out of their way you know it's French it's super like I mean it's it's really really good so I think that's like the big thing that I always miss Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. here and and I think take it for granted a little bit like all the potlucks and people bring all this variety mm-hmm. and then you go some other places it's just more like bland you know I like know. where you're There's from so like potatoes it, kind of there, yes right? yes yes yeah it's yeah. spicy and it's just very like so flavorful mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's really it's really good like i mean people just really have to go out of their way to to keep it you know your japanese restaurant is going to be like super super restaurant you know like even even if it's if it's you know small and like in the part of town where it's you know not so um not so well known but they're trying to keep their rating uh, ratings up and stuff so Mm -hmm. so yeah because the i i like shrimp etouffee like a lot of the words are french right the the food names are french right yeah yes yes so cajun seasoning i've always heard about cajun seasonings very spicy kind of paprika and lots of right yes a lot of them yes and they um they mix this into a gumbo which gumbo is like a local soup yeah it can be made with um meat gumbo Mm -hmm. um so they use specific sausage and uh, it can be um a shrimp gumbo Mm because you know there's lots of that um, I was going to ask like, you about well, that because roux is something, I have uh, Southern relatives yes. from Mississippi. So roux is, is flour and oil that you yes. make the kind of the base of the soup with, yes. of the gumbo mm-hmm. with. Is that French? It's French, right? It's a French. Yes, it's yeah. actually, yes, it actually has to be uh, butter, I think. No, 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 oil. You're right. Yeah. But you need to be mixing it for so long like I had never yeah and you you need to be very careful if you because my husband Mm. and I we took a class my husband is the chef in the family yes and so last year for his birthday I bought this class and we went in and he was like learning to make a roux and I was like taking pictures so it was great and we heard lots of stories the guy that was our um teacher chef mm-hmm. he actually his his grandmother was Cajun he lived out there and and so Cajun also it's like like I said it was all these people French-speaking people coming from 
Canada mm -hmm. and settling here. And they brought their own culture and their own food and their own language even. So yeah. they, they spoke their own sort of French. And now people are referring to it as Cajun French. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are quite a few people uh, in some rural areas outside of New Orleans, there's um, a place called Burrow Bridge, mm -hmm. um, which uh, is quite famous. They have these like Zydeco music oh, um, yeah. yes, festival. And Zydeco music is also their local. And we, we went there and we met people. They're talk. They're like out on the streets. People like retired people, but they're speaking French and they come to oh, you and they start speaking really? to you in French and you're like, which country am I? Wow. Yes. And, uh, and so, so they've maintained the French language over all of yes, these years. Yes. Wow. And surprisingly, because, uh, the one person we talked to, um, he told us that his whole family spoke French, but the government, believe it or not, would not allow them to speak French at school. Like today, they have specific French immersion schools in New Orleans, right? And, yeah. and all over Louisiana. And uh -huh. my kids go to a French immersion school. And it's like a big deal. Like you, yeah. you want to be bilingual, trilingual, whatever. But back in the day, they were forced to speak English and they were actually wow. punished at school, like this old gentleman told me, for speaking um, French. Mm -hmm. to to their peers or siblings that went to school with them it's a it's a really rich cultural place and all these and you know there's still a lot of unfortunate uh slavery history mm -hmm. and uh, there's still plantations that are open mm -hmm. as museums um and some of them are used, some plantations, uh, sadly to me, personally, tragically, are mm -hmm. used for special events. And I always feel like mm -hmm. really <laughs> repulsive, like inside. Yeah. But before I knew that, um, it was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so's so wedding is at this plantation. And you go in, it's like, oh, these pretty pictures and all that. But you don't realize what mm -hmm. was happening you know yeah. here a long time ago and and people are kind of some of them are sort of oblivious which i think is quite yeah. um common for especially white america yeah. it's like oh we have you know conquered racism and uh -huh. we now you know like kind of erase that cultures. history yeah 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 yeah, yeah it happened mm -hmm. sometime in the 60s now we have the civil rights act and we forgot all about the inequality and now we're all equal like mm -hmm. yeah because you're white that's why you're saying this but um yeah so so there is that heritage and it's it's quite you know sad still mm -hmm. there's still names of the confederate generals uh that they named streets with yeah believe wow. it or not yeah 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 the word plantation is almost like yeah plantation here plantation there so unfortunately that's still a part mm -hmm. of it mm -hmm. I am so used to the names and the way they sound. So let's say it's very common for um, someone from around here to, for a woman to be called Jean. And, oh, really? Well, yes, and right. so what does that mean? Like Miss? J-E, well. Uh, oh, you're the, saying as the, the name. name. Yeah, the name. name. So usually, usually oh. yes, usually it's spelled uh, J-E-A-N either that or j-e-a-n-n-e -N -N -E. oh. and if if they go elsewhere outside of 
New Orleans, people would call them genie. Genie, right? Yeah, or genie. Yeah, or genie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But but here, if I see this name, I will always pronounce it as Jean. And and I yeah, I have, you know, the, the ladies that I've known, like older. Uh-huh. Um and and they would always it's like Jean, it's Marie, it's all these kind of French ladies' names. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, uh-huh. particularly like local. Um, and, uh, so that's, that is, um, kind of the legacy of the French language for those who do not speak it. But otherwise, if you want to learn and to speak French, mm-hmm. I think this place has a lot to offer, you know, yeah. because particularly, you know, Cajun French and Cajun uh-huh. culture and psycho music and all that. Yeah. And it's even in the Mardi Gras mm. language and the Mardi Gras culture as well. Yes, yes, yes. And there's it's... also Native American influence as well, because I know that during Carnival, there are, you know, the Native American influence as well comes up, right? Yes. Um, um, I am not a big parade person. I am mm. uh, quite introverted. Um, yeah. I did go to see the parades in the beginning because that was the big deal. Um, and they are so they're so big like during mardi gras my whole family well everything stops like uh new orleans has mardi gras breaks at school that are one week long um and that is usually when other kids are still at school but but here it's like you know everybody's on break um Mm -hmm. monday and tuesday which is the tuesday is the fat tuesday of the mardi gras and and Monday is the Lundi or Lundi because mm-hmm. um, and they call it Lundi Gras. You know, yeah. So so those two days are usually off for all uh, like all banks are closed. You wow, can't clear for the whole city. Like, yeah. But just every, New Orleans, not, right, yes. not the other part of Louisiana. Uh, no, uh, I am not sure about the other part of Louisiana okay. uh, because they some some of them adapt and adjust okay um but i can speak for new orleans it's so so common to just um have all this time off and, yeah uh, like you said it's more laid back so maybe there are more vacations and more days off right right uh-huh. and so there's a lot of uh going back to native americans there's also a lot of voodoo influence which of course that uh, comes yes. from west africa uh-huh. um and uh particularly when the ships came in with the enslaved people and they uh stayed uh here so Mm-hmm. that's the culture that they they brought in and so it's very common to see you know voodoo dolls or voodoo yeah. colors and you know people um that are practicing voodoo religion as well mm-hmm. in, locally mm-hmm. so and a, a lot of like i said names um and names of the streets that are pronounced in in a french way like uh-huh. Jean Lafitte, for example, Jean Lafitte. Um, uh-huh. So that would be, you know, you don't pronounce it Jean Lafitte or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to always like be conscious of like, uh, how do you pronounce? But there's some streets in New Orleans that are, uh, you can definitely tell the name is Native Americans, like Chapatulas. Uh-huh. Um, so that's like another street in the city and so there's uh i think quite a big influence of that mm-hmm. as well wow it's such a unique city and it really is an incredible is. place to live 
it's it's a kind of like a micro uh, micro culture micro world mm-hmm, by itself mm-hmm. yeah and, um, and when people say that it's different it really is different it's like nothing else like any other mm-hmm. place like I go North Carolina Tennessee maybe Kentucky and you can sort of swap the city cities mm-hmm. and they look similar mm-hmm. and feel similar except you know like Nashville has its own thing I I just find that New Orleans is like so different it looks European feels mm-hmm. a little bit not not European, not in the sense like Boston. Boston is European and clean. Yeah. New Orleans is European, disorganized, stuff falls apart. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. It's a little dirty, a little chaotic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is very chaotic. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the cool part is that it's so, I guess it just like gets into you and then you're like Mm -hmm. oh you know and then you can't in a way you hate to leave of course um with the climate change and the impact it has had on new orleans and the fact that you know the the water levels are rising so um it's very uh tricky where you live Mm -hmm. and you know but Mm -hmm. In the past, I heard from people that, you know, locals and they've lived their entire lives and their families lived here. They told me that nobody ever evacuated for hurricanes. Now, I also, yeah, I also think that probably people didn't know, you know, as Uh we know today about the hurricanes and the strength, you know, usually people like, ah, whatever, we're just going to stay. Uh Um, It's a very resilient city because it's withstood countless hurricanes. Yes, yes, yes. And uh and some of the people just choose to stay and you know rough it. Mm-hmm. And and usually it's like it's pretty um uncomfortable because you it's it's hot around that time, really hot, and mm-hmm. the temperature goes up, and when the power goes out, then you might be without the without power for like weeks. Uh, particularly the last hurricane uh we were without power for like 10 days or two weeks Mm -hmm. now i was not we 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 were able to we knew that it was like a big hurricane so we had evacuated but a lot of people stay and then they they um have their own generators and they have their own solar panels and they have this and that and when the hurricane goes through they just yeah, they have parties. Yeah, they the day before the hurricane, <laughs> people are grilling meat and, and the hamburgers. Did you go up north gumbo. to stay with friends, or how did yes. you? Yeah, yes. you we usually just we have a an evacuation plan. Um, yeah. Mostly, we just tell our friends like, "Is it okay this season if something happens yeah. for us to come to you?" Yeah. And uh, and 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 that's usually how it's 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 worked but so far we've only had to evacuate um twice for Mm -hmm. isaac and for ida um other times it just just so happened like you really never know where it's going Mm -hmm. to hit you know Mm -hmm. so um sometimes it was like a strong hurricane but it just went into another direction so Mm -hmm. uh either goes towards texas or um are the parts of Louisiana so but it's uh it's quite precarious and that's uh, you know not for everybody <laughs> yeah it's a little risky in some it ways is. but maybe yeah. the advantages of the city outweigh the the disadvantages right the, and and like living, yes people that are musicians like you said creatives and people that um just um uh, just like food and like you know the life that is not harsh and hur- uh hurried 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. When I was in New York, I I was glad to be done with my trip. Like I really enjoyed yeah. seeing all those amazing places. But it's like the the tempo, the the fast pace is just mm-hmm. not for me. Um, the hustle and the bustle is a bit too much, isn't it? Right, yeah. right. Like I was saying, like I just felt so weird. It's almost like, why am I sitting in this cafe? There's nobody, literally nobody. And they have seats there. There's nobody in this cafe, people, but people keep coming in, getting their coffee on their way in, Uh out, in, out. And it was so cold outside. Like, who wants to be walking like in this cold, like with this cup of coffee? But uh, it's just a normal thing, I guess. The first, very first time when I heard about this area, Mm -hmm. um, I, I had certain expectations of what it would feel like and look like. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I came here and it has a lot more in common with the Europe that I'm sort of used to. And even sometimes with its chaos, Uh um, it, it reminds me of places where I grew up, like, uh, you know, in Ukraine, where systems sometimes are broken systems, bureaucracy and all that. Um, It is more, it has more in common with that, that uh, than in the rest of the U S and that's why it makes it kind of almost doesn't feel like I'm in America sometimes <laughs> like oh okay you know this 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 feels this feels familiar but yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have you ever been would you like yeah to I have that? visited New Orleans a few times with my family because I have family in Mississippi and oh, yes. in, yeah where, down where south in Mississippi? Louisiana. Uh, on the coast yeah okay Mm-hmm. Like near Biloxi. Biloxi, yes, yeah. yes. Biloxi, Gulfport. Yeah, yeah Gulfport, the, the coast. And basically, um, and, and my grandmother was originally from Jackson. And mm. So we always went to Jackson, but then they moved down to the coast. So we would always go to the coast. But we did go to New Orleans a few times. Uh, New, o- New Orleans. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing yes, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, the, the it, what, yeah, like what you said, the beignets. I remember going mm-hmm, and getting yeah. coffee and beignets and these yes. kind of donuts, these yes, French. Yes. I think, I guess they're French. I don't know. Yes, they they're, they're well. deep fried. They're, deep fried, kind of deep fried donuts. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just remember eating all of the, the Cajun shrimp and the delicious dishes. And then we would always yes. go out and hear music because my mom is a huge fan of jazz and hearing mm-hmm. live music in New Orleans. So Oh, yeah. New Orleans. Sorry, I'm going to have to get that. And right. I You'll get it. To... The city. And You'll I get remember it right, going to the docks with mm-hmm. my brother. And there's this guy, um, this old African-American guy singing, sitting on the dock of the bay, watching <laughs> the waves. You know that old, that Otis Redding song? Yeah. And he was singing that song on the dock. And I just remember. Oh, I, I can oh, totally see something. So peaceful. What a relaxing place. And it was, it was just, it was, yeah, a really neat city to visit. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very good to visit. And it's, it's good to visit around uh, Mardi Gras if you like to party Parties. and to experience um, parades. It's good to visit around the, the, time like about now if mm-hmm. you don't want to get the hot hot weather mm-hmm. or sometime after mid-october maybe november mm-hmm. That's and when you can also have you ever tried alligator oh yes alligator yes, sausage they that, in some of the restaurants. that was the first time alligator? and the last time i've tried alligator before <laughs> alligator sausage and turtle soup 
those are delicacies local delicacies and turtle soup is incredible like it's just so good i mean it doesn't taste like turtle not that i know how turtle tastes but it's Uh it's pretty good it's um it's really good and commander's palace is one of the uh, top-notch restaurants where presidents usually eat and oh. you know you can go and have lunch there and it's not like mm-hmm. skyrocketing prices if you get lunch um mm-hmm. and I remember going and we just ordered like turtle soup and it's incredible and the, the level of service they usually have three servers per person wow. which is yeah. very unusual but they always like make sure that you feel loved and cared for the service is impeccable. That's another yes. thing that's different in New, in New Orleans and New Orleans mm-hmm. because in other parts of the country it's very slow, and I've heard that yeah. service is just kind of going downhill in many other places because of the pandemic. People just don't want to work in the restaurants, so there's like a shortage yeah. of servers. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the case there or not. That but. was the case, yes, but uh, I think it's coming back. It's coming it's back. Coming back. Yeah. It just really depends on on what restaurant it is, but uh-huh. um, yeah, they just they can't afford not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to do that because it's uh it's competitive how, it sounds like right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's how it gets all of its revenue mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well thank you so much for sharing all of this incredible information and i think is your your people are going to love hearing about oh yes the business side of the oh, online yeah, love, world yeah right i really enjoy that thank you for inviting me i love chatting about yes this cultural experience has been incredible you've almost we've almost traveled there with you i think during this conversation and experienced a little bit of it yes thank you so much it was such a pleasure to talk to elena today about new orleans First of all, I learned that I've been mispronouncing the name of that city my entire life. I'm not sure how, but as you know, the insiders all pronounce it New Orleans and they can identify the the tourists so easily, right? And also, I've just really enjoyed hearing her perspective about all the cultural diversity and how it kind of shows up in and the names and the street names and people's names and all the French influence and uh, how much she just likes hanging out in some of the coffee shops and her experience, you know, going to New York was really telling and it showed so much about, um, you know, the place. Like, I think a lot of times you have to leave your own city to realize how laid back it is or it's, you know, how much of a chill vibe New Orleans has. Oh. I'm going to catch myself saying that word wrong so many times. Um, So overall, I'm sure this episode makes you want to travel there and visit the city, experience it for yourself. And if you can't travel there, well, we've traveled there with Elena through this episode. Elena is such an incredible person and uh, what a multicultural background she has. And I know she just... Um, got American citizenship after living in the States for so long and she has to tell us about that journey in another episode 
I hope you've enjoyed the American Slang podcast this time. It's been really cool to have you listening. And also uh, upcoming shows, I think, are going to be about Maine and a little bit about the lifestyle and culture in Maine. And then I am considering changing um, the season to something more about biculturality, bicultural identities and how people... Um, maybe perhaps move and live and what it's like to live in and be in two different worlds and that experience. So have an amazing day and I'll see you next time. Don't forget, don't hesitate to reach out if you love it and give the podcast a, a high top rating. If you love listening to it, that would be so great if I could get some more positive reviews. Have a great day. Talk to you later.